Most people don't know what's holding them back, but you do because you listen to me, Sam, your self-care guru and journal junkie. Welcome to Journal Entries, your safe place where you can tune in weekly to get tips, tricks, and journal prompts to uncover your feelings, gain clarity, and make your move. On today's episode, I'm interviewing Aaron, Ray, and Brogan from The Recovery Box. They offer tangible tools to motivate and inspire your mental health journey. We talk about their approach to mental health, tools to honor and work through your emotions, and live a more self-directed life. You can follow them on Instagram at recoveryboxed, that's recovery, B-O-X-E-D, and stay tuned until the end of the episode for a special offer just for you. Welcome to today's journal entry. Today we have three owners of the Recovery Box, and I stumbled upon their Instagram page and immediately felt like I wanted to help share their word and their mission and their energy with all of you because they are incredible. And so to get started, do you guys want to go around and introduce yourselves to our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name's Ray. I am the chief clinical innovation officer um, of the recovery box. I basically my role within the recovery box is to look at all the research. Um, I'm like the therapist brain of the group and turn that into tangible tools. Um, I'm also have a private practice. So I'm a therapist and yeah, that's me. <laughs> Very cool. My name is Erin and I am the chief creative officer at the recovery box. And what that means is when Ray is sitting and, you know, you know, sifting through research and thinking of these themes that are really relevant and salient, then I come into the picture by really figuring out, okay, how do we take this idea and how do we actually make it tangible? How do we turn this into something that could be useful for someone to hold in their hands and support them on their journey toward recovery or healing or whatever that may be. And I'm Brogan and I am the chief collaboration officer um, for Recovery Box. So um, after everyone has done all of this work creating these beautiful projects, um, then I step in and and tend to work with our partnerships and our community and outreach um, in the sense of, you know, large orders, um, co-branding orders, um, treatment centers, kind of all of that communication and what that takes to then get this into the hands of, um, you know, those that need it most. And when I'm not doing that, um, I have a crazy one and a three-year-old. So you'll see them on our Instagram every now and then just creating absolute chaos. So (laughs) I love it. I love how you guys have outside things too. And then you all work so well together, um, to create and collaborate too. I didn't realize that you did so much outreach as well. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we are kind of, you know, and we've had this really amazing relationship that we just, the three of us each have different skills and we work really well at kind of highlighting each other's skills and then also supporting the chaos of life. That's something that we really take pride in as a team. So we know we all have other things going on. Um, but then we hustle together. So it's been a really cool, you know, um, piece of teamwork. That's great. So Aaron, how did you guys get started? Um, I, well, first I'll, I'll back up a little bit and maybe for some of the people who don't know what the recovery box is, I can give them a little bit of context and then I'll tell you kind of our, our story. Um, so the recovery box is 
a company that creates tangible tools to support with mental health. And we do this because we believe a lot of what happens in the therapeutic space can be really abstract. You know, and you're sitting in talk therapy across from your your therapist and and so much is happening, you know, up here in, in this, you know, very, you know, abstract space and the recovery box comes in to solve that by putting something tangible in your hands to reinforce some of these therapeutic interventions and concepts that we're often talking about. And we do this because we know that when we're dysregulated or um, it, really struggling, that it's it's hard to remember what our needs are, what our remember what our feelings are. Our free recall just completely goes out the window. And so our tools really are this aid to help prompt someone um, of what is the next step? How can you care for yourself? How could you, um, how can you make it more um, helpful for you in the moment of whatever that next step might be? And so with that, um, there's a lot of intentionality in the tools that we build because as a team, all together, all three of us really value a lot of intentionality. And when we all came together originally in different ways. I think, Brogan, your mom was a matchmaker and set you and Ray up to talk. And then Brogan, I met you through a job at work and it just kind of felt like these meetings felt so serendipitous of really just clicking together. And it like very quickly became like, we wanna build something. Um, and there were a few trial and errors at the beginning. <laughs> um, with, the understatement. Uh, yeah, yeah, the understatement of the year. Yeah. <laughs> we um we released a like a, a meditation book, and oh. um we tried doing some body liberating yoga and mindfulness workshops, mm-hmm. um and they were complete duds. <laughs> <laughs> and when the recovery box came into the picture, it really felt like again, this like, this is the one we like, it fit us in every single strength that we each have. I think that we just all instinctually knew this is what we want to put our energy into. And this is what we want to grow. And that's, it's been really cool to watch it grow. I I often say that we are like driving the car as we're building it. Mm -hmm. Um, Or like Ray, you say like, we're renovating a house while people are living in it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. rebuilding the foundation of a house that people are already living in. Like what, yeah. how do we do this? What's happening? <laughs> I like that analogy. And I think it keeps us very open and fluid um, mm-hmm. as a company. And, and we're always willing to be very flexible to meet the needs of, of our audience and really stay tuned into that through, through the work that we're doing. I was going to ask Ray or Brogan if they had any pieces to the story. Mm. Pieces to the story. I think um, none of us are like born. Well, that's a lie. Erin, you went to school and took some classes in entrepreneurship. um, And that piece was so, so helpful. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned is like, no one has like a recipe for building a business. (laughs) Like no one actually, I think really knows what they're doing. (laughs) um and (laughs) yeah right and the most interesting thing has been 
no one's really ventured into this place before of creating tools for mental health, right? You're just now like starting to see some of these planners and um, that are kind of geared towards mental health, but that's been the biggest struggle is we've kind of come up as a company and as a business as the mental health journey has and mental health has become more of an open topic amongst people. And Mm -hmm. I think that's been really interesting because there are times where we still have to kind of navigate the stigma of mental health and we still have to navigate the, okay, well, how, you know, how do we as a company function in supporting each other's mental health? Because that's not how businesses typically run. Mental health is not part of the conversation in a business, but we were really intentional of wanting to do it different. And so I think we now, you know, after five, it'll, it'll be about five years in Mar, May, 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 May. Thanks. Um, those M months, you know, um, <laughs> but I think we're finally getting to a solid place of like, okay, this is how we balance supporting each other's mental health. This mm-hmm. is how we support our followers and our community's mental health. And this is how we run a business. But I think that's a part of the story that's been pretty rocky is just figuring that out. Cause no one's really done that before. So, right. Yeah. I mean, it is a beautiful thing and you the product that you have too. And now knowing the behind the scenes of like, um, what you said, Aaron, of how it can support like what you might learn through a therapist of when a therapist might ask, like, what are your needs? So I've been to therapy and my therapist has asked, what are your needs or what do you enjoy? And I actually didn't know. I sat there and I was like, uh, like, I I don't think I came up with an answer. And I know that one of your things is that you have, I'm going to come up with a name and you can tell me the right name. It's like, it's a wheel, right? Like an emotions wheel. So explain what that is. Cause I saw that and I was like, I think I need that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so the needs wheel is the one that I'm referring to. And, but we love our wheels at the recovery box. So we have the feelings wheel, we have the body sensations wheel, we have the needs wheel, uh, the student wheel. We just released a version of the feelings wheel in Spanish. Um, and so with that, I think everyone's familiar with the, the two-dimensional feelings wheel that a therapist might print out on a piece of paper. And it, you know, it's this circular design that really just helps you kind of go through and get more narrow in what feeling word might fit with what you're experiencing. And really the recovery boxes wheels follow a very similar flow chart model that's helping you narrow in on, you know, whether it's a very broad feeling that we start with like happy and then getting in more specific or, you know, sad, you know, then we get down to, you know, I feel powerless, you know, and, and helping someone along the way. Um, I think that they're very novel because you're able to, they like also double as very great fidget tools. Um, I know, right. You have a lot of your clients sit in your office using them. Yes. Yeah. They'll like, right. I'll be like, okay, grab your feelings. Will. let's identify some emotions. <laughs> like what's going on here, sunshine. And then they'll just like fidget with it the rest of the session. Honestly, I do the same thing. Cause I can't sit still to save my life. Um, it's, <laughs> shocking that I'm doing as well as I am right now. Um, so yeah, the, there's like just this multiple benefit of it. And you know, that paper, like 2d wheel, 
in theory, it's great, but also you look at it, it's way overwhelming because it's everything on one page. And it there's there is something about holding a wheel in your hand and saying, okay, you know, right? Your therapist asks you, like, what do you need? And you're able to say, okay, let me just start out with what am I feeling? Mm-hmm. And you go to that pedal. And then you say, okay, what do I feel like is missing? Okay, then you go down and, and figure out what's missing. It's just it is so much easier to have something in your hand to guide you than to mm-hmm. do it all in your brain. Just my Aaron said of that, your free recall, like goes out the window. Um, I think it's really interesting too. And we've seen this, you know, in research is that, you know, as kids, we are all about tangible learning, right? Like, all right, you're learning addition. Let's take these two blocks and these two blocks, and then we'll piece them together. Um, and then as we get older, we're working on like way more complex topics. Like let's talk about who you are inside and like, what are your values in this world? And we just throw that out the window and it becomes so arbitrary and so lofty, right? Like, and I'm pointing above my head. No one can see that I'm on a podcast, but (laughs) you know, it, it, it is so over our heads. And so I think oftentimes I know, you know, my mom actually, she's been a, she's been a therapist for 40 years and she still always says like when someone tells her, to meditate or be mindful. She's like, I don't know what that means. You know, like she tries, but <laughs> she's like, that's so over my, 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 you know, brain where I'm so, you know, I don't know, driven on statistics and facts and all of that. Right. So I think it's coming back to the root, like that back to that root spot where we are tangible humans. Like we do like touch. We do like sight. We do like sound, all of those things. And those things help us process. So why can't we also take these really complex emotions, feelings, everything and apply the same concept. And it's been really awesome to see people of all ages do just that and including ourselves, you know, like we, we like to feel things, we like to touch things. So let's bring something like our needs and make it something that we can visually process as opposed to like out of your brain, just think of what you need right now. And everyone's probably just going to say, I don't know. <laughs> you know? <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's been a really cool exercise to see, you know, the tan, how, the, how much that tangibility can kind of drive something home. Yeah. So I don't know, Brogan, if you have this book, but I have a two-year-old and we just got the book that is a rainbow and it talks about different colors of the rainbow is a different feeling. Oh no, I need it. No, I will be writing (laughs) it. I'll get the actual name for you because it's escaping my mind. Um, But I read that to him and I was like, this is great. This is like teaching little children that there are different emotions. And I think that- that it is much more accepted now and taught, and it was probably taught to me, but yeah, throughout years and conditioning and all of that, you just kind of lose focus. And so I love that you guys have that tangibility piece to remind us that it's okay, it's safe, and then like help us explore that. But what else besides the wheels do you have for like tangibility or to help with mental health? I can jump in. Um, so we, on top of the wheels, right? So we have a bunch of different kinds of wheels. That's our really, sometimes we say we should be called the recovery wheel instead of the recovery box, but <laughs> here we are. Um, the recovery box is a little catchier. So, <laughs> um, but we also have a couple different uh, journal type, a uh, journal and a planner. So one of them's the diffusion diary. And it's one of my favorites. I actually use it um, multiple times a week. Uh, there's a concept within acceptance commitment therapy called diffusion, the opposite of which would be fusion. And often we will be fused with our thoughts, right? Uh, There's no space. We can have a feeling or have a thought of I'm a failure 
uh, it's a pretty common one. And it, right, it, it's again, we're on a podcast, nobody can see, but it's if you were to hold your hand right in front of your face, that's all you can see. That's basically being fused with your thought. What the diffusion diary does is it helps walk you through how to create space, how, how to see that thought from a distance, acknowledge the emotions that are going on around that thought, and then create some action plans as well. So that's probably like one of my favorites. We also have the recovery planner where we've taken a lot of concepts. A lot of our tools are based off of acceptance commitment therapy. Um, so it takes a lot of concepts from ACT and pops them into a day planner, which is really cool, right? The, the whole idea is how do you plan your life, but also prioritize your mental health and your recovery. Uh, the really cool thing is we've also gotten eating disorder version of that planner. There are very, very few eating disorder specific uh, mental health tools out there. And oftentimes the mental health tools that exist have like kind of semi-triggering stuff for eating disorders. Um, and then we just came out with a recovery journal, which if you're like, Hey, I only use digital planners. Why would I need an actual planner? Um, like me and Aaron and I are the, the digital planner humans broken, still the OG, uh, <laughs> but um, we have the journal, which is all the beautiful, like mental health benefits of the planner, but just without the dates. And so it's a lot more flexible and, you know, you're not having to put your whole schedule in there. And yeah, those are some of our biggest wins. I love it. So right before we press record, I asked you guys like how to pronounce your Instagram name because it's the recovery boxed. And I was actually wondering the ED, if it was for eating disorders. <laughs> Yes. So that is how we originally started, um, was based in eating disorders. We all have different backgrounds in that. Um, but since then we've realized like, why stop there? So mm -hmm. many other individuals also need help and mental health is something that everyone struggles with. So we, we need to expand and help more people. So would you say that your products are for a specific type of person that is going through a specific type of recovery or who would you say that this is ideal for? I can jump in there. Um, you know, it's interesting. So I, I was trying to reflect on like this, this word recovery, right. And, you know, when we were talking this through and, and I found this wonderful <clears throat> definition online and it was so simple, but it just said, you know, it's a process of change, um, through which individuals improve their health and wellness to live a self-directed life and strive to reach their full potential. And we talk about that all the time that, you know, recovery is kind of just this return to self. So it doesn't have to be, to look like anything or be from anything specific. So, and that's what we've learned in this process is, you know, we started in the eating disorder world and have since then taken on everything, um, all mental health, all mental wellness, all of it. Um, and as we've continued to grow, it's like a new population comes to us and says, you know, that there's a need here. So for example, we have been working a lot this year with um, school-age children. So with school districts across the country, um, middle school, high school, and even elementary school of exactly what we were talking about of how do you start, how do you learn about, you know, labeling your emotions and you can really correctly identify your needs. Maybe you can deescalate in a moment that you would normally be having a tantrum or throwing a fit. Um, and how can you then better communicate with your peers, you know? So 
that's been huge. The school age children this year has been has been really big and a big influence on our products. Um, but then also, you know, we work with treatment centers. Um, we work with an organization of physicians who need to identify their needs so they can better, you know, approach the needs of patients. Um, we've worked with women's prisons, focusing on integrating back into the community, um, therapy offices, and then also just, you know, when I was thinking about this as well, just every human anywhere, right? Like, the, you know, every time someone asks us our ideal population, it's at the end of the day, it's kind of like, well, you know, back to that definition of recovery, are you hoping to live a more self-directed life, right? Like, are you striving to reach your, your best version of yourself? Well, then therefore you're a good fit. Um, and that's really landed with us. And it's really, I think, landed with our population as well is that there really is no one, you know, mental health does not discriminate. There's no one that could not benefit from trying to understand their, themselves better. Um, so it's been a beautiful evolution. Um, every time we think we've kind of honed in on, you know, who this one product is for, who this one product is for, then someone reaches out to us. And that's the beauty of also being owned by three people is that we have a lot of flexibility. So for example, um, someone in the, you know, correctional department of corrections reached out and said like, Hey, we love your planner. You know, is there a way to develop one for those stepping back down from prison or, um, the, you know, schools like we love your student wheel, but we need it for more younger populations. So we're able to then curate products specifically based on those populations, which is part of the fun. We love it. That's really cool. And I know that you, so you actually have boxes that you sell that have a few different or many different things in there. And then you sell individual things too, right? Yeah. So the boxes, um, those were kind of where we started originally. So, um, you know, our, our thought originally was how can we get, a, you know, a lot of things in one box. So it kind of gives you everything that you could quote unquote need. Right. So they kind of became this overarching umbrella. Um, for example, we have the welcome box, which is just, you know, our most, like our wheel, our most basic items, um, that we think is a great start to wherever you are on this journey. Um, and then we have the mind body box. So that jumps into kind of the body sensation wheel, you know, some things more centered around yoga, the body, um, mindful movement, that type of thing. Um, so each of those boxes kind of contains a curated amount of products that we think is a, is a, is the right approach to wherever you are. Um, but since then we've really just, you know, kind of expanded like crazy in these really individual products. Um, so like we talked about the wheels being our biggest sellers, um, whether that be the needs wheel, the feelings wheel. And then I don't think we've talked about the body sensation wheel, which is actually one of my personal favorites. Um, and you know, the reason being is I, I have a background in yoga and I think that when you tell somebody to feel something in your, their body, it's like, oh my God, no way. Absolutely not. I'm going to avoid that at all costs. And so tuning in, I mean, our body actually communicates with us way more than we think. Like it is always telling us things, you know, when you, when your shoulders are tense, like that probably isn't because you slept bad, you know, there is hold, you're holding something there and we like to ignore it and just kind of beat our bodies up. And instead, if we listen to that and we tune into that, that can actually tell us a lot about our emotions, which then let's circle back. That can tell us a lot about our needs or whatever it is. So the body sensation reel really helps us tap into that moment, that present moment of how our body is communicating with us. Um, yeah. So those are kind of, you know, the boxes are, are kind of curated formations of products, but you also can go on our website and pick whichever ones feel applicable to you and kind of, you know, create your own journey. Um, and that's been a beautiful evolution as well of our products. I don't even know if I answered the question. I got excited. You did. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still amazed. You did. And I'm amazed too, that 
you're for everyone. Like you work with prisons and, and school age kids. And yeah, everyone that is listening now can also benefit from your knowledge, but then the products that you have too. I think it's a beautiful thing. Thank you. As long as you have feelings. Yeah. <laughs> you're a good fit. Oh my <laughs> God, some... that should totally be our slogan. As long as you have feelings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and with like the caveat, and you want to dig deeper. That's yes. Ooh, somebody write that down. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'll write it down. You're watching the magic happen. This is literally how like every product is ever created. We like have a coffee <laughs> yeah. and like, two hours in, we're like, well, that's brilliant. Write it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, I feel like I'm your perfect person because I have feelings. And for years, I would not, <laughs> thumbs up, I would not acknowledge them. I would just, I was the person that like swept them under the rug, you know, and I was always like positive and, you know, optimistic without even, addressing any negative emotion. And over the past few years is when I started to honor them and address them. And I've done it through journaling and Mm -hmm. it's been like such a journey to just, just even say, I feel sad or vulnerable or anything other than happy. Um, So actually one question I had for you is since I have done that through journaling and you guys are all about tangibility and research, is that, is journaling like research fact and like an, an effective way to do this? Yes. Yeah. So there is a lot of research that journaling can be really effective and has a lot of benefits. Um, some of, some of those benefits come from what we call emotional labeling. So research shows that simply by naming what you are feeling, you can decrease the intensity of that emotion, right? So you think about um, if you're feeling sad and it's just in your head and you're not telling anyone, like, I'm just sad, I'm sad, I'm so sad, dear God, I'm so sad, holy shit, I'm really sad. But then you sit down with your therapist or a friend or whatever, and you say it, you name it, you start talking about it. And somehow like nothing has gotten solved, but you feel better afterwards. You're experiencing the benefit of emotional labeling, journaling, same way. Um, the really beautiful thing about journaling and writing things down is it is a way to get your thoughts out of your own head, right? Just what we've been talking about, taking something from the abstract space that's just like swirling around in this little, uh, you know, squishy cushion that sits in our skulls (laughs) and, putting it down. And then we can also see it a little bit more objectively, right? So when you journal, you know, let's say we'll go back to the, I'm a failure writing down. I'm a failure because this, this, and this happened today and, you know, blah, 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 you know? Okay, great. Um, going back and reading that and trying to take your own emotions out of it and being like, wait, I think I'm a failure because somebody said this to me. No, no, no that's that person's problem. I'm not going to take that on. Right. It just gives us that distance to help process things and move forward in those things a lot easier. So the answer to that is research backed, keep journaling. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, so all three of you are so knowledgeable and in so many different ways too. Is there anything that you just want to add off the cuff um, about anything or in particular someone that is like wanting to start to prioritize their mental health, but has never done it before and they don't really know how any advice that you would give to that person? So I would advise to this person regarding mental health, 
I think that continuing to have perseverance and working on it is something that's really important because I think a lot of people think that, you know, well, I went to my therapist, you know, for four sessions and nothing's different. Actually, things like maybe feel a little bit worse right now. Um, and I kind of liken this to, okay, well, maybe you're sick and you got antibiotics and you took like four of the 10 that you were supposed to take. And really staying that full course is important in allowing it to start to build off of itself. And I really think that that same, you know, metaphor holds true in the mental health space of giving things time, sitting in discomfort and just letting, you know, the work that you're doing continue to build and build on itself. Mm, that's good. And I'll add to that. And in the sense that you know, that this journey doesn't have to look any certain way. Um, you know, I know that, and I'll come back to the yoga world, right? Like this is so, I hear this so often that people don't go to yoga because they, like, they imagine like those Instagrams where people are like on their pinky finger hanging upside down, like with their, you know, like doing some wild thing. Yeah. Like I'm a yoga teacher. I don't do any of that. I can't, I can barely touch my toes. And I think that it's the same exact idea with mental health is that it often feels, especially if it's never been in a conversation of yours, if you weren't brought up with these words, um, this feels really uncomfortable. This feels really unapproachable. Um, and so to know that it doesn't need to look any way, right? Like that your journey is your journey. So if journaling works for you, amazing. If meditation works for somebody else, great. If going on a walk works for somebody else, awesome. Um, you know, if a feelings wheel really lands for you, perfect. So I think it's that it's, it's exactly what Aaron's saying of persevering and also knowing that it's going to change and it doesn't need to look any certain way. It's just listening to yourself, your gut and what lands with you to then make that progress, make that step in that right direction. Yeah. I love that. I, I don't know that I have anything to add. I think both of you nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys were amazing and so helpful and your company truly is having such a big ripple effect and I think you guys know that but if you forgot or just you know aren't reminded frequently enough I feel like you're having such a big impact that I hope you guys are really proud of that um thank you so much yeah I know that you guys do have a holiday promotion going on so do you want to share a little bit about what that is and how my listeners can take advantage of that Sure. Um, so with our holiday promotion, should you, you know, spend a little bit of time on the recovery boxes website, see things that feel like might match your journey. Um, you see a feelings wheel, you want to um, pick one up for you or a loved one at checkout, feel free to use the code holiday 10, and that will give you 10% off of your entire purchase. And that is effective until January 1st. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, great I- stocking stuffers, BT dubs. Uh, wheels in stockings, brilliant. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> in fact, I have my sister to get to shop for, and I am going to so, get her something. <laughs> done. done your Christmas shopping for you. Perfect. <laughs> and I hope you come up with your new slogan. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Seriously, I'm making t-shirts. <laughs> I know. This was so wonderful. Thank you so, so much for having us on and letting us talk about what we're really passionate about. Um, it's always fills my heart, makes me feel good. Oh, good. And thank you guys so much for hopping on. It was a pleasure chatting with you guys. Thanks. Likewise. Thank you so much. 
thanks so much for tuning in to this week's journal entry. I love connecting with my listeners, so make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at samantha.s.says so I know you're listening. And don't forget to grab your free training and journal prompts at www.samanthapenkoff.com forward slash podcast.